Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, welcome to Wide Left Sports. Today, I am joined by University of Montana track star, Erica MacLeod. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you doing, Mitch? Doing really good, really good. So my first question is kind of always the same, but what gave you the bug to want to run track and field and do it all the way through your college career? Um, I think it initially just kind of started as when you... Well, when you think of track and field and especially what I did, which was the multi, it's running and jumping. And so, you know, what kid doesn't enjoy doing that when they're younger? I did all the like city track meets and I feel like it was about in fifth grade, I realized I was fast. And so I always kind of knew that. And then it just progressed through high school to the point where I had a better understanding that I could compete at a collegiate level. But I would say it was just out of like sheer hobby, (laughs) just (laughs) wanting to run around and play. Oh, that's awesome. So, um, you know, obviously you mentioned the progression of just it being fun to then high school and college. How did you progress while in high school to be seen by U of M and other colleges that were looking at you before you committed to the U of M? Yeah. Two come to mind, and first and foremost, I would say my high school track coach, Ari Gray, he's the football coach over at Butte High right now, and it wasn't that I didn't feel I was capable of competing at that level. I just don't think I knew the steps to take, or I just, I didn't fully understand, I guess, what that would require, and so he, he really... If it wasn't for him, I I mean, I firmly believe I would not have ran track in college. He just kind of had this unwavering, like, belief. I remember his junior year when he took over track. I was already – I was kind of doing sprints, which I did fine at, but I definitely was better in, like, a middle-distance jumping area, and he got me back in the long jump. He had me do the 400. And so him coupled with my junior year, I won long jump at state, and I think that is when – I realized like, oh, okay, I could, I could probably take this a little bit further. And then winning that long jump, I think got, you know, a little more attention moving into my senior year where I was recruited. That's great. So I've actually had coach Gray on the podcast for football. (laughs) I had forgotten that he was also a track coach too. Mm -hmm. So that's awesome that he's had both now. (laughs) Yeah, no, he's, he's incredible. He was like, I mean, just such like an influential part of my track career I have just like nothing but admiration and respect for him he did a did a wonderful job and I know he still continues to with his athletes for sure for sure so then you know what was the deciding factor that got you to join the Grizz and go to U of M over there in Missoula 
I remember I was I was recruited to MSU and U of M and my family's a big Grizz family. So ironically, I was more excited to go to see MSU just because it was different to me and I just wanted to check it out. And that visit was great. But when I took my visit at U of M, I was with my coach at the time who was Brian Schwain and he kind of showed me around and I just felt like very at home and comfortable with him and the team. And so I just, I think it was that feeling of this is where I see myself. And I mean, Brian was just like great from the get-go. So it was a really comfortable space. That's awesome. So as I was looking at your uh, career page on the Grizz um, website, you one hold a lot of or a lot of records, but you just had a very successful career overall. So what was your favorite or I guess best moment in your mind out of all of the accolades you had while you were you were at U of M? Um my sophomore year when I won conference, that was that was special because I, I didn't start that season off as like a favorite by any means. It wasn't actually until I, I think it was the week before conference. I had done a multi and put up a score that um, was leading. And so I was still even going into conference that year, a little bit in disbelief. I The girl who was leading was a senior at MSU, Danielle Ryder. And so I was kind of like, that imposter syndrome was creeping in a little bit where I was like, did I just do that? And then I just remember getting to conference and I didn't win it until the 800. I was like 200 points behind and I had to run a PR and I ended up running a 10 second PR to win conference. And I think that stood out the most to me because it was when I realized the effort and the work you put in is for a reason and it does matter. And it all kind of came to fruition in that moment. And it was, it was just really special. And I think that kind of got things rolling for me. Um, another time that comes to mind is my junior year, two of my teammates and I swept the podium for long jump at an outdoor wow. meet conference. And I mean, that, I mean, it's just so special when you get to track is so individual. So when that team component really comes through it, it's hard to forget about those moments as well. For sure. So, you know, I think, and you can correct me if I'm naming the sport wrong. It was triathlon that you did. That was. So I did the multi-events which is the umbrella term for indoor I did five events which is the heptathlon outdoor I did seven events sorry indoor is the pentathlon five events outdoor over the span of two days and that's the heptathlon seven events okay so when you're doing so many events and you're doing running and I know you mentioned jumping too mm -hmm. how do you train your body to do so many different types of events I think it's just over time. I mean, I I felt my strongest my senior year. Each year seemed there. I think one kind of get that the physicality side of it down a little more. Your body is more adapted, and it's just a little bit easier to go through those movements. You have a better understanding of how to take care of yourself. Um, and then two, just repetition. I mean, track is doing the same movement like over and over and over and over again and I took a red shirt I had five years and so looking back I think being able to do all those events was a combination of fitness and then just 
really intense focus on the practice itself. For sure. So then another thing too, that you mentioned with the indoor and outdoor, what are the differences in those seasons and how is one maybe better than the other, or is there really any difference between the two? So indoor is five events and it's just over the span of one day, whereas outdoor is seven events over the span of two days. So you do four events on the first day, three events on the second day, and you always end with an 800 regardless. Um, outdoor, you add javelin and a 200. So you're just, it's just quite a bit more volume. Sometimes I look back on it though. And I, I do feel like the indoor was a little more challenging because it is so back to back to back where with the heptathlon, you have that day in between to kind of recover and regroup and it's all a point system. And so it's easier to come back if maybe you have an event that wasn't so great in the heptathlon versus the mm -hmm. pentathlon, you've got two events left. So you, you kind of have to be a little more on it throughout the day. They're all challenging. Both are challenging in, in different ways, but I kind of think the, the biggest thing with the multi is just the mentality of like neutrality. I never tried to let like my highs get too high and my lows get too low. I just one foot in front of the other and I remember Brian actually gave me really amazing advice. It was probably my sophomore year and it was whatever event you're in, like we're not thinking about the one we just did or the one we're doing next. So if you're high jumping, like you are a high jumper for this next hour. And I think that really helped me compartmentalize when I was like moving through the day. For sure. For sure. So, you know, one thing about the big sky is obviously at U of M there is some altitude, but there is one place you go in the big sky that is super high altitude for runners in Northern Arizona. How do you mm -hmm. guys train for that? Well, I mean, I guess in Montana, we've got a little bit of altitude, so that might, that might help, but I, I mean, track is just, regardless altitude or not, I, I try not to get too into like the benefits because at the end of the day, I mean, the person who's going to win the race or jump the longest is the person who's working the hardest and not skipping out on like lifts or training. And so, I mean, I think it's, I think it's more so a question of like effort versus location. <laughs> For sure. So you mentioned, you know, the work that goes into all of the um, prep for a meet. So what did your day look like when you're not only an athlete, but a student also? It was, I mean, it was all over the place. And I mean, it just became my routine. But typically, you know, I'm getting up, I'm going to class. The A break between class would be spent doing some form of technique work. So if that's high jump that day, I go in, I high jump, got to go to class, I come back, then I have my workout. And after my workout, we usually lifted in the evenings. And that was fairly similar each day. I mean, the events that I was training would rotate, but I mean, it was like eight, eight to five or six most days. Oh, that's crazy. I mean, I've always said that almost, or a lot of the athletes I've had on, that you're basically doing two full-time jobs when you're a student athlete. 
for sure (laughs) (laughs) for sure so my last question isn't really sports related but you're from a town that is amazing in butte so what does it mean to carry that with you everywhere you go from day to day that you're from butte montana i i love it it's funny (laughs) like when you're from butte and you kind of hear those like negative connotations about it and i know most of it is just like poking fun i think one thing that always stood out to me just growing up in butte and that culture is it's just very like hard-working gritty individuals and I, I think that really benefited me when I was moving in to like different phases of competition and levels of competition. I just always really tried to keep that like close to my heart of just, just being tough and just getting right. through it. And <laughs> the only way out is through essentially. And so, yeah, I, I think of that with like a lot of former Butte athletes. And I, I noticed that with some now who are like competing, I love to kind of, keep up where I can and there just kind of seems to be that general theme of just grittiness and I love it I think it's great (laughs) for sure well hey Erica I want to thank you so much for your time tonight thank you for coming on and thank you to Brett for uh giving me your contact info (laughs) yes thank you so much it was so nice speaking with you you too have a great rest of your night you too Hey guys, Mitch here with Wide Left Sports, and do I have a company I would love to highlight for you. It's called Big Sky Customs. They make lifelike figurines of your playing days, which I think is awesome because every single person, once they're done with their playing days, they miss it. And um, how cool would it be to have a lifelike figurine to commemorate that? And I mean, Rob goes down to the very minute details about it. It's awesome. And the best part is it's out of Montana. So, yeah, if you want to get one ordered, just go to his Facebook page, Big Sky Customs, and start a conversation with him about it. And hopefully you enjoy your lifelike figurine from Big Sky Customs.